Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, July 26, 2023. Stand up for your country. You know, Hunter Biden has done the USA a big favor. I'm going to explain that. And today, what a chaotic mess in a courtroom in Wilmington, Delaware. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. So I got a headache from listening to all this cable news gibberish. Here's what happened. Simple man explanation. So Hunter Biden's lawyers go into the courtroom ready to do a plea bargain, to plead guilty for Hunter avoiding $1.5 million in taxes, right? Dodged the taxes, didn't put it on his filing, and plead guilty to possessing a handgun because he was a drug addict. That is a federal felony. Okay. Hunter and his lawyers are in there and they're ready to do this soft deal. They know it's soft, no jail, just probation. And if he fulfills a probation, the felony gun charge is thrown out, not on his record, expunged. Okay. So what could go wrong? Well, the judge shows up, Mary Ellen Noraika. All right, there she is. And uh, she basically says, I don't know about this deal because there are other charges, alleged charges, against Hunter Biden. And will they not be pursued if we sign this plea bargain? So Hunter Biden's lawyers kind of look at her and say, well, you know, we think this is the end of it. And the judge goes, no, you can't do that. 
We're not going to sign this plea agreement. We, the court, sign off on it. Um, if there are other things that your client may have done that are under investigation, which there are, the biggest of which is registering as a foreign agent. That's why Paul Manafort, remember him? Trump's uh, former chief of staff for a little while. He went to prison for that. He took money from foreign operations and didn't register with the State Department as a foreign agent. And that's illegal. Okay, so Hunter Biden's in under investigation for that. So the judge goes, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll see if we can sort this out. So Hunter Biden's lawyers cave immediately and go, okay, okay. We'll take the uh, plea agreement on the $1.5 million he didn't put on his taxes and the gun. We'll take it. And the judge goes, nah, I looked at this all again and I don't like this gun thing at all. I don't think this should be expunged at all. I think that might be unconstitutional to do that. Because the very judge had sentenced somebody to prison for the same crime. Having a handgun and being involved in narcotics. Did you know that? (laughs) Nobody knows that. I think Hannity reported it to his credit. So the judge goes, nah, I'm not going to take the deal. Whereupon... Hunter Biden and his attorneys immediately say, well, then we're going to plead not guilty. When everybody knows they're guilty, there's nobody that doesn't know they're not guilty. But they're going to do that to try to put pressure on the federal government to bring a trial and and what else. All right, because he is entitled, Hunter Biden, uh, to a trial before his peers, before a jury of civilians. And they'll have to find 12 morons who don't know anything about this. Now, you'll be able to do that because the corporate media has blacked out most of this. So anyway, that ha- that's what happened. The judge didn't take the deal. And now we're back to zero. So a guy named Carl Rove, you may know him, been around a long time, big Bush guy, uh, goes on Fox News and says, this is the worst thing could, that could happen to Joe Biden, the president. And it's true, because they were hoping this would all go away today. But it's not going to go away. It's now going to continue. And the investigations into Hunter Biden have to now have some semblance of honesty, because the Justice Department has been exposed. And that brings me to my provocative statement that Hunter Biden has done this country a favor. We wouldn't have known anything concrete about the vast corruption inside the FBI, Merrick Garland's Justice Department, the White House itself, unless we had Hunter Biden on display. You could have suspected. I certainly did. All right. But now we know. And, and, you know, to me, it's insulting to see a guy like Juan Williams go on Fox News and say, oh, this is no big deal. It's just insulting. You'll have that, but I think 90% of fair-minded Americans believe the way that I do. A, Hunter Biden's a grifter. B, the Biden family took money from foreign operations to an extent never before seen in this country, while the patriarch Joe Biden was vice president and then president. Okay? And C, 
Joe Biden, the president, denied knowing anything about this when that's false. And that'll be proven on Monday when Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's business associate, testifies under oath in front of the House Oversight Committee and says, yeah, Joe's involved. So this is a catastrophe for the Biden White House and the Democratic Party. The press knows it, absolutely knows it, all right? You could see uh, the body language on MSNBC actually had to cover it. NBC News had to do its job today. You could just see them like like this. And uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, let's roll a tape on her. Hunter Biden is a private citizen, and this was a personal matter for him. As we have said, the president, the first lady, they love their son, and they support him as he continues to rebuild his life. I'll let you decide how moronic that is. Again, that's insulting. That kind of an answer is insulting. The president by himself gave a speech yesterday, and reporters could view the speech at the White House. And then this happened. Go. We're the United States of America. Think, we're the United, there's nothing beyond our capacity. Nothing, nothing beyond our capacity when we do it together. So God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Thank you so very much. All right, Chris, what you want to call, you know, okay. I don't expect Joe Biden ever address this in any way, shape, or form. He's not going to debate, okay? He's not going to give interviews to anybody who will ask him about it. We've already seen that with Nicole Wallace on NBC News. Just didn't ask him anything about it. He's just not going to do that. Um, So what happens now? The Hunter Biden thing goes back into the system. A trial date will be assigned. Whether there'll be another plea bargain, probably, but it'll be to uh, Hunter Biden's uh, detriment. The story continues where that's going to every day that hurts President Biden. A week from tomorrow, Congress is off for five weeks. So that's what the Biden administration is hoping that everything will collapse. You're not going to see Joe Biden, by the way. They're going to keep him in Rehoboth Beach. Nobody will see him. You won't see anything. They just hope that this declines. People go on vacation. They forget about it, whatever. That's not going to happen. All right, because the Republicans, even though they're on vacation, are going to continue to dredge up as much stuff as they can to destroy Biden and the Democratic Party. I mean, that's what they're going to do. Okay, so summing up, chaotic day, not a good day for Hunter Biden, not a good day for Joe Biden, but a good day for the United States because now there is no question how corrupt The Biden administration is. Justice Department, FBI, White House itself. There's no question. That's the memo. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the Internet. Subscribe, download now the truth. 
All right, I don't want another point of view, so uh, let's bring in Barry Covert. He is a criminal defense lawyer based in Buffalo. He's been with us before, very articulate. And I always like to hear uh, views other than my own, unlike most pundits. Uh, am I going wrong anywhere, counselor? Well, my understanding from the reporting that I saw is that when the judge asked both parties whether this provides immunity for non-tax charges, which in most instances, this taking a plea to a tax charge would not provide you immunity to unrelated charges, the government said no. And that those investigations are ongoing, which is consistent with what they've said during press conferences, media up to today. The defense, obviously, I'm a defense lawyer. I would like my client to have immunity when they plead guilty to any level offense. And they want I want them to have immunity for anything they've ever done in their entire lives. The defense said, yeah, it's our understanding we're going to have immunity. This is the end of it. No more investigations, not even appears for future actions. So my understanding is the government did disagree with that and said, no, no, we've got ongoing investigations. And it's a horrible day for Hunter Biden and his defense team. But certainly the defense team had to know, Abby Lowell is a brilliant lawyer, that the Justice Department was going to say, no, we're not going to stop. They couldn't possibly, for the court of public opinion, say, yeah, whatever Hunter Biden did, we're not, they're not even investigating it now. I mean, that's the ruse here. But to put that on the record, to say, nah, yeah, this plea agreement covers everything. Lowell and Hunter Biden had to know that was never going to happen. Am I wrong? Which, which is, no, you're not wrong. And it's very surprising that knowing that this was going to have the focus and attention of the nation, people in the world, that they did not have all of this ironed out. You get the impression that they thought we're going to slide in there and take the plea and then take the position later that we had universal immunity from everything else. And the judge wisely clarified the issue. She said, I want to know what both sides position is on this immunity for unrelated tax offenses not related to taxes, such as the one you discussed, uh, the ones you discussed that he wasn't a registered lobbyist for a foreign agent. Right. Um, and and the judge luckily clarified it. The they had DOJ, to know that was going to happen, though, particularly if they researched the judge who gave jail time to a person who had a gun and was involved with narcotics. My, my only response to that, Bill, is that that was I presume, before the recent Supreme Court decision in Bruin, where the Supreme Court said that all these gun laws, if they didn't exist 200 years ago, essentially, not exactly, but if they didn't exist 200 years ago, then we're not going to honor them now. And all kinds of courts now across the country, federal and state, have knocked down almost every federal and state uh, regulation of guns for prior felons that has been shut down by some courts. It's not definitive, but they've been shut down. State laws she, have been shut down. All right, that might be theoretical, but she knew if she let Hunter Biden off on this gun thing, that the press, the right wing press, conservative press, is going to come right after her as a hypocrite. And you know how judges are. They Their reputation. Like they don't like it at all. They don't want any of that. So they anyway. 
um, legally what happens now. The Justice Department then has to file for a trial date. Is that the next step? Yeah, but remember, we're only looking at misdemeanors. Even if he's found guilty, it's not the end of the world. He faces a maximum of a year in jail and oh, someone with no prior record. It's not that big of a deal. But yes, the prosecution is going to ask for a trial date, probably way off because they still probably want to work out some type of a plea, work out the right. language. Then if it doesn't get worked out, there will be discovery. But the prosecution already has that discovery. The defense can be expected to file motions, try to have the charges dismissed, as we said, for undergrounds for the Bruin decision, for the gun count, for the for the tax charges. Um, and come up with whatever reason they think that they can challenge the tax charges. But more likely, the two sides are going to come together. You, you already saw the defense throw in the towel today. They, all, they basically said yeah, they don't uh, want to go to trial because it'll yeah. hurt the president. Yeah, the, the, the trial will help. See, we're, we're not going to get universal immunity. We tried. Oops, you we caught can't us. Get it. Right. We'll take this anyway. There's no upside for anybody here. Everybody knows no. Hunter Biden is a grifter. Everybody knows he got off lightly because Merrick Garland is corrupt, the attorney general. Everybody knows that Joe Biden knew what Hunter was doing. We just don't know the extent of that, but they're obviously zeroing in on it. All right, counsel, very good. I like it because you're pithy, you know, and even I can understand what you're saying, and that, that's the key to this whole broadcast. Appreciate your time very much. President schedule, he did nothing today. And somebody actually is watching the No Spin News in the White House press corps because they ask uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, hey, you haven't had anything on the president's schedule of any weight in about three weeks. What did he do today? You know what Corinne Jean-Pierre said? He did Jay Shetty, S-H-E-T-T-Y, who's some kind of Buddhist guy or something, podcast. That's what... The president of the United States did today. I, I'm just sitting here going, but you're not going to see him. Joe Biden, Joe and Jill, maybe they'll go out for an ice cream or something, but not seeing him, uh, they're going to keep him buried. And then after Labor Day, you're still not going to see a lot of him. Never. So he does, he's not going to make it. I mean, I, I've been telling you this forever, but now you're starting to see all of this mounting. Um, Speaker McCarthy is on a Hannity radio program today, and uh, Hannity asked me, do you think Republicans will impeach Biden uh, soon? And I said, no. I said, McCarthy would be much wiser to wait. Now, Merrick Garland, that's the first one I would do, because you got him. You got him. He didn't investigate. And the Republican Party in discovery on an impeachment like that can just wipe out the uh, DOJ and get a lot of information. But impeaching Joe Biden on this, you got to wait. You're going to get more. And I don't think the Republican Party wants to be in the same boat as the Democratic Party with the two bogus impeachments of Trump. So that's my take, and we'll see what happens. So Americans obviously are angry and divided and all of that. We all know that. University of Chicago Project on Security and Threats Research Center did a survey, 3,543 adults. And it was about whether you believe violence is justified for some political actions in this country. 
All right, here are the findings of that study. So uh, those who believe the 2024 election was rigged to get Biden elected, all right, uh, 18 million of those people say that the use of force is justified to restore Trump. 18 million. Of those 18 million, 68% believe the election was stolen from Trump. 62% believe prosecutions of Trump now are intended to hurt his chances in 24. But for 18 million people to say, yeah, we should use violence, that is disturbing to say the least. Two other things in the survey, it found the support of force to coerce members of Congress to do the so-called right thing grew from 9% in January of this year to 17% now in six months. So 17% of the people say, yeah, we can use violence against Congress. And then um, is Trump a bigger threat to democracy than Biden? Yes, 52-33. And then the University of Chicago put out a uh, graph We'll, we'll put it on TV. For those listening on radio, I'll run it down. So political actions that are minority of Americans, 18 million, believe justify the use of force, protect voting rights of black Americans, 19%, ensure members of Congress do the right thing, 17%. Of course, the right thing is there is no solid subjective. Restore the federal right to abortion, 12%. Feel violence is justified. Prevent Donald Trump from becoming president. 12% prevent the teaching of CRT in schools, 9% preserve the rights of whites, 8% prevent prosecution of Trump, 7%. So it's both sides, both the right and the left, the loons, the fringe, are ready to do violence or justify violence. Young people, uh, 2018, let me see, what the, 1834, okay? Now, generally speaking, if you're 18, you don't know anything. If you're 34, you should know something, <laughs> okay? It's a maturation process. So Gallup poll, 1,013 adults, Republican 29, Democrat 26, more Republicans than Democrats in this one, independent 42. How proud are you to be an American? 67% of the entire poll says, Extremely are very proud, but ages 18 to 34, only 42% are extremely are very proud to be American. Now, that's happening because of academics, high school and college. So when you go to certain schools, you are barraged with how evil the United States is and always have been. Okay? And you know the schools. They do it all day, every day. Some students are able to fend that off, others are not. But that's why you're seeing this big move there. Gas prices, um, biggest hike of the year today. Four cents a gallon up. Average $3.64 a gallon. Now that's down from four thirty-five one year ago, okay? However, the last day Donald Trump was president, gas prices were stood at 
$1.86. That's really all you need to know. There was no reason for gas prices to go from $186 to $5 and now back down to $364, but that's still punishing. Where do you see your air conditioning, though? Where do you see it? You, we're getting punished. And there's Biden going, oh, bringing inflation down, Bidenomics. And He's not writing your bills. Hillary Clinton, you know, we haven't checked in with the former first lady, but she is now a climate change zealot. So uh, yesterday uh, she puts out a tweet, quote, MAGA Republicans are responsible for the recent summer heat wave hitting communities nationwide. Wow. And then a whole bunch of other stuff. So here's my question to Mrs. Clinton. You were in the White House for eight years. Your husband was president eight years. Vice President Al Gore, he was screaming his head off back then about global warming, right? All day, every day. The Clintons did zero about it, nothing. No legislation, nothing. So what happened? Why why is it now the Republicans' fault when you had an opportunity for eight years, which would have been you know, fending this stuff off, and you didn't do it. So 20 years later, yeah, global warming's gotten worse, but you didn't do a thing. But now it's MAGA Republicans. Hypocrisy is just stunning. A new study by the Conservative Media Research Center, and I, I have to tell you who's doing these studies. So uh, MRC, we have always check their data, and it always checks out. So I don't have any problem using them, but they are a conservative group. They studied uh, ABC World News Tonight, CBS Evening News, NBC Nightly News. Here's what they found out. Since October of 22, the three big broadcast networks in the evening have aired just over 254 minutes of border crisis coverage. Okay? 254 minutes. 15% of that were discussions about the consequences of the massive illegal immigration allowed by the Biden administration. Only 2% was spent on the massive amount of illegal narcotics being smuggled into the USA, which is resulting in hundreds of thousands of deaths. Only 2% of the time. Think you might want to jack that up a little bit? ABC, CBS, NBC continue to focus exclusively on suffering of illegal immigrants. Okay? Sorry for them. I feel sorry for them, but I think we can report the story accurately at the same time. Throughout all 254 minutes of the border coverage, the three networks never once used the terms illegal immigrant or illegal alien. Why would they do that? That's politically incorrect. And the nightly news... This is Muir and Lester Holt and Nora O'Donnell, very politically correct. Very, the virtue signaling, they are very, very virtuous. Oh, above all, that's a very good people. Harvard. Okay, so now there's a complaint filed by lawyers for civil rights in Boston that uh, Harvard lets white people in, white students in, because of legacy, which means... Their parents went to Harvard. 
All right, so this, the complaint has been filed with the U.S. Department of Education. Secretary there is Miguel Cardona, who uh, I don't think he's done a real good job because American kids in high school can't read or write or do math, but that's my opinion. Anyway, the complaint says this legacy stuff has got to stop, and it really isn't fair. I, I'll, I'll subscribe to that, okay? Um, but the reason it exists is because the parents give tons of money to the schools. So when my urchin was applying to college, I had a major school, I'm not going to name it, uh, come to me and said, yeah, we can assure his admittance if you write a check. I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to. I want my son to be admitted to your school and every other school on merit. And this isn't a school that I attended, by the way. This is a school outside of my purview. Um, but they, they were blatant about it. Write the check. No. That's corrupt. So I don't know how this is going to play down, but I know there'll be a lot less legacy admissions for white people, all right, than there used to be. Smart life. So uh, as I mentioned earlier this week, concierge membership, if you are a member on BillOReilly.com, a concierge membership, you get to ask me anything. And fully a third, 33% of the questions are about travel because I can help you save money, go to the right places, and all of that. Um, save you a lot of time and cash. So I got a bunch of letters in the winter and spring about traveling to Europe in the summer. And droves of Americans are over there right now. And in Southern Europe, the line is pretty much mid-France across Switzerland to Vienna. Anything south of that, you don't go into summer. It's way too hot. I said, no. You got to go in spring or late September, October. So the temperature and, you know, people, some they listen, some they don't. In Sicily on Monday was 117 degrees. In Sicily, Italy. All the power went out, of course, 117 degrees. And I, I got friends over there, not in Sicily, but in Europe running around. They can't breathe. You can't, and you can't get a flight back because it's so oppressive in Spain and Portugal, southern France, Italy, uh, Croatia, Greece, Turkey. It's so bad. I'm not even talking Middle East. All right, the camels can't even go out. So anyway, I'm bringing this up um, because I get now a lot of mail in the regular mail cycle. BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, you know the drill. Ask me about travel. I cannot answer those letters. We have literally thousands of letters. The only way I can answer them is if you were in the concierge level. It's two different things here. Okay? But wait, believe me, when I give you travel information, you should take it. Because I know this world, 85 countries. This day in history, July 26, 1863, Sam Houston. You heard the word. You heard the name Houston, Texas, which you don't want to be right now. It's 100 degrees there. Dies of pneumonia. 
160 years ago today, July 26, 1863. All right, who was he? So Sam Houston was born in Virginia on March 2nd, 1793. Family was farmers. He didn't want to be a farmer. He ran away at age 16. Not uncommon back then. He wound up living with the Cherokee Indians for three years, and they gave him a name, Raven. Okay, then he became out of the Indian, uh, was a reservation, Cherokees were just living, okay, on the land in the South, and he went back into white society, and he became a soldier in the War of 1812. Okay, very brave man, and he served under General Andrew Jackson, and they became pals, Jackson and Houston, okay? In 1823, uh, Houston was elected congressman from Tennessee's 7th District, okay? So now he's in Washington. Then his wife and he get divorced, and he gets out of town to Texas. That's a long out of town. So he goes down there, and he forms a militia because he's a military guy. And he becomes the most powerful soldier in Texas, and he defeats the Mexican government in the Battle of San Jacinto, whereupon he is then appointed governor of Texas, okay? Top-ranking official. Texas becomes a state, then he's elected governor. Now, here's the interesting thing about Sam Houston. When the Civil War breaks out, Houston didn't want any part of it. He did not want Texas to secede from the Union. He wanted Texas to stay in the United States. Well, that was the end of Sam Houston's reputation. He was shunned as Texas joined the Confederacy. Then he died 160 years ago today. Fascinating Texas history. Okay, we've got a good mail segment and a final thought that I think you will find worthy. We'll be right back. Go to the mail. We got C.K. Durso, Franklin, Tennessee. Nice town right outside of Nashville. Bill, watching you again tonight, always good. Among other pithy comments, you opine that Joe Biden should be impeached on his open border policy alone. Exactamundo. You know, C.K., I, lead, I read your letter because you used the word exactamundo. I haven't heard that since the Fonz in Happy Days. But Biden not enforcing... The border law, the immigration laws, and absolutely an impeachable offense. Patrick Dottie, Indio, California. What is happening with the investigation of President Biden concerning the documents that he took when he left office? He's a special counsel. Nobody's ever heard anything about him. And you won't. It'll come back and it didn't do anything wrong. He didn't know. That's exactly what's going to happen. Connie Airback at Talmadge, Ohio. Wow, Bill, I'm shocked. When you said a president can pardon himself at um, not only am I a simple woman, but apparently a dumb one, too. Connie, the Constitution is very long and you can't memorize the whole thing. But a president has power to pardon himself. Um, And that would happen if Biden's still president. That's why Trump wants to get reelected. As soon as Trump gets reelected, all the other legal stuff goes away on a federal level. Can't pardon yourself against state and local crimes, by the way. Um, So you're not dumb, Connie. It was a good question. Carol, concierge member. Thank you, Carol. Very excited for the release of Killing the Witches. It's a subject matter I've always been fascinated with. 
from purchasing your books and others I admire, I'm always in the poorhouse. Why? All you got to do is re-up your concierge membership. You get it free. Get Killing the Witches or any of my other killing books free. And then we have amazing deals all over the place. Come on, I can't be breaking you. I know the gas prices and energy are high, but I can't be breaking Karina, uh, what is the sense of having a press secretary who is just jamming stuff down our throat? Lies, lies, and more lies. They all do that. The only press secretary that I actually admired was Tony Snow. Remember Tony, the late Tony Snow? And he was uh, Bush the Younger's press secretary for a while. Snow would lie. He wouldn't do it. Uh, Jim. Bill, it is unbelievable considering the evidence against President Biden. The Republicans are alone in pursuing justice for the American people. Democrat lawmakers should be hanging their heads in shame. But that's what the Democrats say about Republican lawmakers on Trump. Same thing. They say, oh, the Republicans don't want Trump held responsible. So, you know, they justify it each side. But here, the Democratic Party doesn't care what Joe Biden did. They don't care. That is shameful. Ron, good for you, Bill, waiting out the sandwich. Ron is referring to my final thought yesterday. Uh, I was at a subway. The poor woman, young woman, was Bangladesh, couldn't understand English. Uh, I almost had to make the sandwich myself, but I did not act out. And 10 years ago, I probably would have. But I said, you know, what's a greater good here? My tuna sandwich, I'm not going to hurt the girl's feelings, so I did. But I appreciate that, uh, Ron, that, that note. All right, and I want to uh, recognize uh, Jerry Consiglio, 100 years old, Sierra Vista, Arizona. I hope you're not going outside, Jerry. Um, and he was in the Normandy invasion, D-Day. So God bless you. 100 years, Jerry. You're a patriot. I'm glad I could acknowledge it. All right, let's go to uh, Killing the Witches uh, in advance. September 26th comes out. You can get it on BillOReilly.com. Now, the show with uh, Sid Rosenberg, WABC sponsored at the Paramount Theater in Huntington on October 22nd, 27th, 2-7. Four days before Halloween, very fitting. Uh, 8 p.m. This is pre-sale. BillOReilly.com will take care of you. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday about 40% sold out now. Though if you want to see us on October 27th of this year, you got to get the got to get on it. Okay? Now, if you come to Long Island or even New York City on October 27th, it's beautiful here. That's peak leave change time. And it's still fairly warm. So, you know, you go to the show, you go to see maybe a Broadway show the next night, you go to the beaches, you'll be happy with it. And uh, finally, bumper stickers want to spread the joy. Don't be a pinhead. Atheism, nothing there. Team normal, you get six for uh, $14.95 or something. Spread them around, put them where you want them. Don't be a pinhead is my favorite. Summer reading special, summer's dwindling, but... Still got time, killing crazy horse, killing killers, killing the legends, and a Team Normal hat, $32.95. Tremendous deal. We're today, no petty fogging, and we're living in a world of petty fogging. 
P-E-T-T-I-F-O-G-G-I-N-G. Final thought in a moment. Okay, so we now live in a last-minute culture in America. I don't know if it's this way abroad. But here, particularly younger Americans, everything's last minute. All right, so I have to plan months in advance, get calendar with this, that, and the other thing, to get everything done that I have to get. True story. So the Mets and the Yankees are Subway Series in the Bronx. I'm out on Eastern Long Island a good 120 miles away. I would have gone to the game. But my son, who's working his butt off, as he should, all right, in the summer, uh, shows up yesterday and goes, oh, I'm going to the game on Wednesday night. I go, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and some pals, we got a bus. I said, wait a minute, you got to work. Oh, no, no, I changed my shift. And I said, so he's, I let him, I'm, he's going. All right, but I'm going, couldn't you plan this in advance? The baseball schedule comes out a year ahead. Couldn't you just do this? Uh, no, they all do it the day of. So God knows where he's going to wind up. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's taking a bus from eastern Long Island to the Bronx. That, that's not an easy trek. And then he's jumping into the giant stadium. I mean, it's going to be. Uh, Yankee Stadium is going to be about 85 at game time, but they'll have a blast, and I know they will, and it's healthy and it's good, and I don't, and I want them to do that stuff, but I want them to plan in advance. But they don't do it. They don't do it. They're waiting for something better. I I don't know what it is. Attention deficit. If you know, tell me. Bill at BillOReilly.com. This isn't the first time this happened. And even adults are doing it. Last minute, last minute, last minute. Nah, much better planning in advance. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.